This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Is now open in Tennessee at Superbook. And Superbook Sports... Is ready for business in the volunteer state. Today, Grizzlies taking on the Utah Jazz. Eight and a half over at Superbook. Every summer league game. Utah Summer League. Vegas Summer League. You don't have to wait until the NBA regular season to bet on NBA basketball. You can do it right now over at Superbook. Get over to the App Store and download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app right now. They got a direct line to Las Vegas odds makers and the best odds around. So Tennessee getting the game. Download the Superbook Sports app and visit Superbook.com to place your wager now. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-889-9789. Okay, so a couple of Grizz items here today on the show. Oh, real quick. We are talking about the guy's name was Andre Ingram. That's the uh, G-Leaguer who spent like his whole career with the G-League and in the G-League. And this is probably like D-League days, by the way. The G-League has become more of a viable option in years past. Andre Ingram was there when it was like D-League. You were probably like getting in a Pinto and driving to South Dakota, you know. Like it was not glamorous. He was the guy we were talking about. And he is now the uh, president of the NBA G-League's union. So that's, that's pretty awesome. To be honest. So still playing in the G League. Yeah, he was on the training camp roster for the South Bay Lakers as recently as October. So I mean <laughs> that dude is just like dude is like the LeBron of <laughs> He's a two time D League three point contest winner, two time NBA G League sportsmanship award. You're right. He crossed over from D to G. Like he got it in yes. the old league. Yes. He's OG, but he's still next gen too, because he's still playing. Bro started with the Utah Flash. That's not even, they don't even exist, mm-hmm. right? Where do you go to school? American. American. Yeah. I mean, I so, appreciate yeah. that knowledge. Hey, you know, sometimes, man, like, you have a, you have a call in life, right? His call is the, is the G League. The <laughs> <D> League. <laughs> it is. He's going to have done every job by the time he's done. It's a, it's like a, you're like a, you're a lifer, you know? Mm-hmm. You just don't ever want to leave. I, I, it, does it make sense to me? It doesn't. You Again, know? I'm I'm starting to think that that comparison to Calkins was a little bit disrespectful. Because he was in the he was in the D League for his whole life. Yeah, Jeff ain't been like you know what I'm saying developmental. Yeah, the Jeff U- been doing it at a high level for a long time. He's been in the pros. He's been in the league a long time. The Utah Flash became, by the way, the Delaware Blue Coats. Oh, okay, that's good to know. Yeah, like so they that's but that's you know they like bro was on like a you know a, a team that got moved. <laughs> He's seen it all when it comes to the D and G leagues. Yeah, <laughs> every league, every letter, mm-hmm. man. Uh, so that's uh, that was that was uh, that guy's name, Andre Ingram. Wanted to make sure we give him some um, 
respect on his end. He uh, he scored 19. Bro, you don't have to give us his whole With career. Respect. He scored a big game of respect, Burger. Now, he was ready for that moment, though. I give him credit, man. I give him credit. You know who else was ready for their moment yesterday? I uh, know. Big Daddy. Big Daddy Kenneth Lofton Jr. Big Call Daddy Jr. Jr. Kenneth Lofton had 19 and a couple of moments there where he really uh, – you know, he got the better of Chet Holmgren. Chet Holmgren said, you know what, that guy right there, he is going to be one of the best to ever play the game when it's all said and done. That's what I would have said, too. Yep. I'm like, because he did my ass in. After he eviscerated you underneath that basket. How is it possible? Took him outside a couple times, too. How is it possible that Chet Holmgren outplays Jalen during the NCAA tournament, but then it gets bodied by Kenneth Lofton? Well, again, like, he helped. He, defensively in the second half, he was pretty good. It was one of the reasons why you only scored 71 points. That said, what's clear is that's going to be the issue he's got. Bigger, stronger guys like that, motivated guys, guys more talented certainly than Kenneth Lofton Jr., if that's going to be the case, if you're that susceptible to stronger guys pushing you around, hey, it's, it's going to be quite the adjustment, but... I, I don't think this is something that we didn't think was going to be the case with him either when it came to some of the bigger, you know, the bigger players in the NBA, the stronger players in the NBA, what they'll do to him underneath that basket. thing for Chet is going to be, listen, taking those guys outside, though, right, offensively. And, listen, even still with that length, when he gets back down, yep. which has been a lot of most of his career because guys mostly strong, he's still able to, with that length, change shots. Right. Yeah, Kenneth, Loft, Kenneth Lofton got the better of him, especially early on. But, listen, this has been Chet's story for a while, and he's found a way to still be successful. And if you look at that game from a rebound standpoint, from a, a, a shot-altering standpoint in the second half, yeah. he still affected it. Yeah. But, but yeah, you give uh, you so, give Junior all the props in the world. So though. I'll say this, right? I heard Harrington on with Jeffrey Wright today, and and now it's like, well, if, if Kenneth Lofton gets in shape, right, if he gets in shape, do we really want that? I well, I've, I've heard some. I've seen a little bit of scuttlebutt too. People, folks want to have him as the starting four when the season starts. Put him ahead of Laravia already. Put okay. him ahead of uh, Brett, Brandon Clark and playing him instead of off okay. the bench starting. We're going to put. We have lost the yeah, plot. Well, I just wanted you to know where everybody is right we've, now. We've and, lost the plot and just how how crazy we are about yeah. the about yeah. his game yesterday. Yes. Well, let's 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 not let's not do Let me that. Starting four when we start with Jaron down. Look, there is just a I, look. I hate to say it this way, but it's true, and I might get canceled for this. But Jonah Hill, the actor is funnier when he's fat. He is not as funny when he's not as fat. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I know what you just said. But you, you no, are, no, 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 I'm not going to co-sign that. Are I'm you not, picking up I what will, I'm putting down? You will not get me to co-sign that. So so you really have a thing against fat people. No, I have nothing against fat and, people. And again, I'm I would tell you that Lofton Jr., when he takes that shirt off, sure, John Martin at White Station, that got checked, everything, you would say he's fat. But let that man get you down in that post. And you ain't going to be saying fat and out of shape. You're going to be saying, damn, that hurt. Yeah, well, because I, 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 that yes. big, it ain't going to be fat. It's going to be but, strength. But I'm saying, and that's what Chet learned. But isn't that what but, makes Kenneth Lofton, my point is, isn't his size. Everybody say get into shape. Is the big man not in shape right now? Oh, he's, yes. Like how much more in shape he got to be? Well, that's what Harrington said. I mean, I was, I'm just going on what Harrington said. He said if he gets in shape and, you know, gets in better shape. Isn't that why he's gotten the opportunity to get because of the shape he's gotten himself into, quite frankly? Like, that's how he got the he's two in way better deal. shape. Oh, man, dude, he was look huge. At, look at, yeah, I'm, he was, he was, he, absolutely. Probably he would have been considered obese. Have you ever seen My 600-Pound Life? Uh, I've heard of it. Is that on, like, TLC or You've something? You've never watched it. I haven't, I haven't watched it. I mean, it's like, it's hard to watch. It's very, very sad. Because they get so fat. They they, can't you move. can't get them out of the room. They're like they like get glued right. to like the recliner. Right, that's fat. Well, that no, that, that's that is not fat. That is like death. 
Oh, but I'm just saying, you put w- w- there are times where you put Ken Lofton in the same category. Say, I would guys, not, fatty's got to get in better shape. Guys in pretty that, good shape. I didn't put no. him in t- TLC's My 600-Pound Life. I just said, Jonah Dude Hill just is funnier when Chet he's fat. to the basket. Did you see the explosion? And what I'm saying is we're not just talking about a fat man. What? We're talking about a dude that can move. Right, this practice. is not your if, average fat man in line at cookout. Dude, I understand that. I'm well, saying if this dude was on an NFL field, he might be ripping stuff up is what I'm talking about. Okay. This is an athlete. No, he's he's absolutely This an ain't Big O no, at crazy. Arkansas. That's what I'm saying. No, it's like a he's show. Not, he's not sloppy at all. But you know th- what I'm saying? Is it part of it? If, if, if Kenneth Lofton was, was, you know, 75 pounds less, right, it would not be as entertaining. Admit it or not, that's the truth. You're watching it for the entertainment. We're, well, we're of course to... I'm watching it for the entertainment. This dude's pulling again, up from 40 but, feet. But again, it's because it's fat man pulling up, and that's entertaining. That's what I'm, go- I'm going away. I'm this the is only just, one willing to admit it. This is just a big dude, skilled as hell, right? Strong as but But fat is not holding him back, it doesn't feel like to me. Okay, do you think his like we're game, trying to see if this dude can make the but, league? Okay, let me ask you. I'm asking this. I, okay, like whatever. You you want to say he's fat? I remember it was fat. like 280 to 300. He this is, dude's like 275. He is quick on his feet. Among the quarter, I don't know what his body fat percentage is, but he's probably going to be among the fattest, just from a scientific standpoint, player in the NBA. Fair or not? Yeah, body fat. Yeah, yes. I'm sure it's up yes. There. Okay. If, I mean, what was Zion last year? I don't know. I don't. I didn't get the calipers on him. Okay, but, but I mean, you, he was. But up you got there. him on Kenneth, though. You got your well, eye on his. Well, Zion was up there, but Zion wasn't playing. You know, he was mm-hmm. out of. He was hurt. Whatever. If if Kenneth Lofton lost that weight though and got his body fat percentage down, he would be a different player, would he not? Sure. He wouldn't be able to do those things. Do what things? P- like push a guy around inside? No, he's going to have that, bro. But he's got weight, though. That's that's a big part of it, is it not? Sure, it's a part of it. But I'm saying there's strength, and that's what I'm saying. It's not just a fat dude throwing look, his weight around. Look, don't mistake what I'm saying. I don't want Kenneth Lofton to change. That is my overarching point here. I think he is great just as he is. And I don't think he needs to change. My thing is if that dude can step out and hit the three like he did, show that kind of skill with the way he can bulldog folks inside, you don't have that on the team right now. And no, still, like we said in the open, you're probably right. He will never end up a part of the, the Grizzlies' regular 15, their, their Damn, rotation, I mean, you, you gotta, all of you that. you got to be like you're, that. You're probably right on that. But, there, dude, there's a spot for him in this league with as athletic as he is at that size right. and the fact that he can bounce outside. He's not Kofi Coburn, right. can't hit a shot no, outside. Dude, no, he's he, he is. I am not. I just think his story is more than just. I don't, it's not you. It's more more than what I'm. It's not just big on fat right guy now. who's you're, entertaining you're, on a basketball court. Well, this dude can play. No, he can't. But I'm saying and that's I, how he's put himself I in raised, this position. Look, look, like let's call it what it is. That is what's going on. If it was just like a regular four man who was like Jaron Jackson, you know, would people be going crazy like they're going crazy over him right now? No, I'm saying if it was big fat guy that you could only put in there for five minutes, right? He's good for five minutes, but then the dude gets so worn, you got to pull him. That'd be that'd be more along the lines of what some people sort of label as give yeah. him a fat nickname, all that. Right. This dude can play. Well, this they, dude's they in him, shape. They called him Snacks Jesus. Yeah, yeah. didn't yeah. they? Yeah. I I I'm the only person willing to admit it that the inter- oh, there's a million people out there with you. Yeah, he's funny. It's entertaining because he's fat. You won't admit it. You won't admit it. The dude is a baller. He's a big baller. That's what I say. He's a big baller. Yeah, but it's not just a fat guy who, hey, he's pretty successful when he gets out there. No, he shoots threes. This dude is a big dude. If he can stick in the league, you wonder, okay, well, is there a spot on this team for him if you really don't have anything else like him? If he's 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 Damian Lillard's size, right? It's not not entertaining. From what I've seen so far, if there's a spot for Santi, there should be a spot for this dude. From what I've seen. 
Because even going to the basket, Stanti's still unsure. Hell, he lacks the athleticism. You took him at what thirty? You know that that all, that's all I'm saying. This dude, we're talking about him like uh, no way here. Right. What are you talking about? He's looked better than Santi already. Well, I, the only reason I say that though is just because of the investment. He looked like, more you, comfortable than Santi ever has. You're gonna you're gonna prioritize your real investments over your like you know over, over your free ones. Basically. Yeah, but but occasionally you're gonna go out and find a stud on one of these two ways too. Yeah, you're uh, you're willing to throw him away if need be and move on to the next one. But at some point, one might hit, especially yeah. for a guy that many thought would be drafted. Many thought Kenneth would be drafted in the second round. It, it seems, Jason, that there's a like a, a bag of misfit toys the Grizzlies have decided that they are going to either draft or pick up and try out to see if there's something there, right? Like, because Roddy's kind of in this boat too a little bit, right? Yeah. I think. Yeah. What is he? Yeah. He's, he's more and of especially a, at that weight, more prototype, but and he has a shooting role as, a, and he's more of a wing as opposed to a like a four-five guy like Lofton. But like, it's the same kind of bag, isn't it? Well, they're just trying to find. A couple that hit. Yeah, try to hit on them. Because they, they have their they have their core, yeah. right? Like if you can, you know, find a guy outside of that. It's actually a smart philosophy. Well, throwing like, some darts, right? Yeah, I mean, like, that's kind of what everybody's doing on some level. You 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 hit you hit on your big ones. You got yeah. you got your. Well, you're gonna have to be throwing darts and hitting in a minute here because you're gonna have to pay these guys these contracts. Right. So with Jaron, Ja, Bain, all of them. So you need guys on rookie deals, guys on 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 deals that you like that help that are. Team friendly deals is the way to put that. So right. yeah, us finding as many of those guys as you can, Paramount. Look, when I, you're about to pay out the way they are, I don't. I don't want this to get to a place to where you think I'm not a fan of Kenneth Lofton. I am. How can you not be a fan of Kenneth Lofton? Right. I don't like I, something's wrong I, again. I, I, there's there's something wrong with it. There's something wrong with it. Something I don't like. Something makes me uncomfortable. There's nothing with wrong with it. it. It's a it's it, it's a <laughs> spectacle. Watching Kenneth Lofton he's play more, basketball he's more is than a skeptical. spectacle. He earns he's earned more than that. But you a real chance. But you acknowledge that the uh, everybody like the the fact that we're coming up with like nicknames for your his fan base. It is because of his spectacle, is it not? We're not doing this for you know uh, Xavier Tillman. We're not doing this for your you know traditional normal regular NBA player. Doing what though? Well, we're, we're, there's this, there's but, but this infatuation. Always, but we always fall in love with a guy. Who, 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 when, when they got Eve Ponds, what did we say? We said he's super man, athletic. Look at the way, dude, look at the way man. this dude, Johnny, dude, the way this dude. What are you talking por- about? It, it's because he's portly. It's, it is because dude, we he's always portly. find somebody man, to fall e. in love with. We, we always find no Man, everybody does the same thing. You always find one of these two-way guys that somebody says they like and thinks that can play. But that he's not like, just on a two-way deal because a, he's a fat dude that can play. We were, he's on a two-way deal because he can play. But he, yeah, but he is a fat dude who can play. It's a part of his game, right? Yeah. But that's not the reason you go. It's not entertainment as much as it is. Can this dude actually be an impact player for your team? I think it's a slap in his face to just say it's a fat guy. We're giving well, him a chance because he's fat. <laughs> and he makes John Martin laugh or Brad Carson laugh. That's not the point here. We're trying to see if the guy can play in the league. And this dude has put in major work to get that body down, to get that body fat down. Yes. And yet, but we still want to make the story fat guy playing. No, well, this is a guy who's worked himself into great shape. Maybe there's better shape to be gotten into and looks like possibly he could be an impact guy in the league. I just think he deserves that respect. No, I rather agree. Rather than fat guy story. I just think both things are true. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I just think like like he is what he is, mm-hmm. but he also... No, but he can be more than just fat guy story. That's why if you last 10 to 12... You. Oliver Miller outlasted that. It wasn't just fat guy. He actually lasted in the league. I think it was six, seven years. Like, you graduate from that. You, you, 
It's, it, it can be more than just fat guy story. Well, you have to I, give I me. He's the, shown more than that sure, already. And that's, that's, why, and that's why I'm, I'm moving it forward again. Well, yes. What can he be? Yes. Whereas you guys are still on fat guy from La Tech that's getting a chance here. It's fun to watch. Well, it is. But, it's been that for a long time. But, but, but see, a lot of people didn't watch him at Louisiana Tech either. So the, for a lot of people, this is their first exposure. Like they've heard, probably heard the name, but not a lot of people were watching him at Louisiana Tech. So this is the first time they've ever seen him actually play. Right. But but my, my thing is for you guys and who have seen him, obviously, you know his story what i'm saying is what can he be you guys are stuck on at least from my point what he is right now and and sounds like you think it's what he's going to be for the rest of his career well i don't mean not me i I really like i honestly i don't know like i i really don't know what he can be i mean he just cut up the number two pick in the draft yeah like you know what i'm saying that's a good start yes it is a great start yeah he could be and again we're not just talking about somebody that's bulldozing people inside the dude stepped outside he's knocking down threes there are bigs in the league right now hoping to get a chance they can't do that kofi coburn that's what i'm saying he's art he's ahead of those guys yeah i don't i don't i I just see it as a salute story more so (laughs) this is funny i I salute the dude no and and i ain't saying you're wrong for doing what you are it's not he's a big dude it's not intended to be derogatory right it's not intended to be like a a a, i just think when when, when, when that is constantly the story for me, whether directly or more importantly, indirectly, that is it. That it's more shot and derogatory. Well, I don't mean it as a shot. No, I don't, no it, that's but, fine. But I, think, just, I think it's become clear. We know you got a good heart. You're not saying this dude's fat, never going to be anything. Yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of fat but, people but, in this country. But, they don't get they your, don't your get, thing you know, is, put on the grizzly summer league. Your thing is, is big on <laughs> surface. One. Let me just tell you, he's fat. He's playing, and it's funny to me, and I and that's me, and that's fine, and I want that out there, and that's your big thing. You want, <laughs> well, no, and that's fine. It's it's not it's I, not just that though. Exactly, like, it's not just that. That's what I want to do. I want to open the book and get into it. Whereas you're talking but, but, about what's on I, the outside of the I, book. Can I not appreciate both though? No, and you're right. That is what's on the outside of the book. Can I do my thing though? And open it up and say, you know what? It's more than just what's on the cover of a fat well, dude and, who's and, successful and, out there. And it is. And, and it's, we're in agreement. Frankly, I think in many ways it's already been a success story. No, for there's him. no question about it. I mean, there had to, yes. there, there was a time when this kid wasn't going to sniff the well, league. Well, no, we, we started this show by talking about him. He's going to be on somebody's NBA roster. Yeah, like respect. He is, whether no it's going to be Grizzlies or not. Like, here's a question for y'all: What's so different between him and Zion? Besides that Zion was elite in college. What's the difference? Well, when Zion's healthy and on the floor, he is the most unstoppable thing in the league, basically, in the paint. Are you trying to say that Kenneth Lofton's not? He's not. <laughs> he's, on, he's on a two-way. He's, a, he's, he's got a chance, but he's on a two-way. Yeah. Zion was the number one pick. Yep. And again, all NBA right. when, when he's going. He can do it to anybody. Zion. Yesterday, Kenneth Lofton looked good doing it to a rookie, right? And and, and Chet Holmgren, you know, doing that over a season—that's that's what you—that's what's going to have to be proven. He'll Does, never he'll never be Zion, if and Z- never be in the same sentence as a Zion. If Zion, let's say that Zion, he just signed a max contract, Jason, and he never plays, or he's injured mid this season, and it doesn't work out for him. Does he become somewhat of what you're concerned about us thinking about Lofton? No, I don't. That's they're not even in the same ballpark. Well, so. Zion is a generational talent when he's healthy. Now that is part of his. That is part of his. Um, I'm just curious because I th- I think of Zion as heavy. Well, he is heavy. You know, they're, I mean, they're, you know, that's not up to interpret. Kenneth Lofton is heavy. Zion Williamson is healthy. We don't have to beat around the bush here. I mean, this like this is just <laughs> as you can see it. It, it, right. it is yeah, what it that's is. That's right. Yeah. But like. The you, you, people build franchises around Zion Williamson. Yeah. <laughs> like he's. I'm not trying to play dumb here either. Like I understand what Zion is. Yeah, I, I mean, just I'm fascinated with 
the perception of Zion is fascinating to me because I think if he doesn't get it going, like well, he, the, the perception of Zion sucks because he hasn't been on the bad, court. It's bad, it's bad, but that's just because he hasn't been on the court. Yeah. When he's on the court, the guy's unbelievable. Sure, the guy's amazing. People forget that because it's been so long, right? We were so right. removed from it. But yes, uh, Zion Williamson is a uh, is a generational talent and and a boon to the economy of whatever yeah, he's, city he's a he's franchise in. changer. And got the yeah. max uh, for a reason, I guess. Um. So uh, this is look. I I think this is this is a great conversation. I really do. Like I think this, and I think it is part of it. And I and I certainly hope that uh, Kenneth is a you know they, there is a way because if he's producing, he deserves it, right? Mm-hmm. Forget who was investing in what. You know, sunk cost is sunk cost, and you don't want to be looking up like oh we had that guy in our franchise, and we didn't make room for him because we spent a first round pick on X Y and Z, and then he goes to you know a different franchise and he's killing it. And he's you know a great backup big and yeah. st- you know steps up and. You know, averages you know nine and seven, and you know that's what you can't afford, right? So, you know, I'm sure that's all part of the discussion and part of the conversation there. But um, anyway, back in action, Kenneth Lofton back in action tonight against the Utah Jazz. Uh, the Grizz are favored by minus eight and a half. Uh, so that'll be fun. We'll come back. Jeff Calkins will join us on the other side. We'll talk to him about Kenneth Loft, talking about the Grizzlies and more. Jason and John, 92.9 FM, ESPN. 92.9 FM, ESPN is Memphis's sports station on the free Odyssey app. Download it now on your phone. Smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. BN. The Lilith Love Memphis group at the real estate agency is here to help you. Now is the time to enlist a great team that can help you find the home of your dreams and sell yours for the for the best price. Get the most for your home. They all have a common goal over at the Live Love Memphis group. They want to give you some excellent customer service and take care of business for you. They closed 200-plus transactions in 2021. They got a goal to do more in 2022. They've seen the market at the best. They've seen the market at the worst. Get in touch. Sold at LiveLoveMemphis.com. Yeah, that's what should make you rest easy, certainly the most, is that they've done it in every market. Uh, They'll do it for you. In this case, probably get you still thousands more than maybe you think you can get for your home. 
You're not going to find out unless you give them a call, though, 901-625-5200. Jennifer Carsonson's just fantastic at what she does. She doesn't have to make you any guarantees, get you to sign any contracts with stipulations that you might not know if you don't read the fine print. She just guarantees she's going to work harder than anybody else for you. Uh, and that is going to pay dividends for you like it did for me and then many, many others, dozens of others we've sent over to Live Love. You can be next, 901-625-5200, or you can email them at sold at livelovememphis.com. Again, that's sold at livelovememphis.com. It's the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agency. Jeff Calkins. I mean, why are you such a committed employee. I mean, to cut your vacation short to come back to Memphis just to get on radio and in studio, I admire you, man. You are a workaholic. Yeah, you know what? It's For me, it's all about serving the people. Uh, and, uh, and, and so that's why I'm racing back right now through really quite some considerable rainstorm in uh, the land of Brad Carson here in, in central Illinois. Uh, but yeah, I'm racing back because it was too cool there. It was only 61 degrees this morning and I just, you know, I needed to bathe in a hot, hot blanket. And so I'm on my way back. Love it. Um, coming to the right place. What do you see when you see Kenneth Lofton Jr.? Here we go. I was, we were talking today about, uh, about this entire topic on my radio show. And we were ranking the best fat athletes of all time. But we, we didn't have a, and I'm going to get to your question in a minute. I wanted to ask Thanks. you this. We didn't, get to a, we didn't get to a Memphis division of this, right? And Because I don't think Memphis has had a lot of notable, bulky athletes. Pierre Niles? Pierre Niles would be one. Wasn't there that center? The center who had the gun, was he a chunky fellow? Yep, or Dom Woodson. But he was just Dom- very. That was a phone. That was a. That was a what? He had a phone. He had a. It was mistaken was it a for. It was phone? mistaken. It was mistaken for a gun. Oh. It was actually just a phone. Uh, yeah. Wasn't there another one? A guy from Baltimore, a big center who'd been. Any others? Any other chunky from Memphis Mem- basketball? Or, yeah, or any Memphis athlete. Period. It's oh, really Kedron Johnson. Kedron Johnson. Oh, Keegan. Keegan the rapper. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Yep. He, he had a few extra pounds. Yes, he did. Shaq Goodwin at one time, but he lost him. No, Shaq, Shaq was never Goodwin. fat. Though. Yeah, I don't think yeah, he, he wasn't fat. fat. He was just he was just and he, he got was, skinny. Yeah, he was just bigger. He used to like eat McDonald's and stuff every day. Like he he had a bad diet. Um, you really have more uh, a guy with a who named began with a K. K. Maybe not. There was. There's really more Memphis athletes who've been too skinny, you know, like right. Sam Potter. Oh yeah. Right? oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Memphis was always, you'd go, you know, it would be the Tigers against Cincinnati, and it was always like, how the hell are they going to compete with us, these monsters, you know? And so it's been much more, uh, Memphis, is, Memphis has been a, yeah, it feels like, it doesn't feel like we, we ranked it. Anyway, when I see Kenneth Lofton Jr., I see, A, a guy who should have been, I see a guy who should have been drafted, Hundred mm-hmm. percent. I think that's clear, and I know it's just summer league and all of that, but I think it's pretty clear. You should have been at the very least a second round pick. And then I really do believe, you know, you see a player who is much more skilled than Josh Minot, just for example, right? Do we can we agree on that? I mean, yeah, right now, no doubt. As a skill, just skill.
I'm not saying he's going to be better. Like, I don't know whose future I'd want, but as a, he's more skilled. And to me, the reason he has to ultimately lose weight and get in shape is so he can guard someone, right? He, he, he's not, like, he's, it's, it's, he's a very skilled guy, very skilled big guy. But if he wants to be an effective NBA player, ultimately, he's going to have to lose, you know, 20, 25, 30 pounds and get in better shape so he can guard someone. But, you know, Marcus All once got in shape. He wasn't in shape. He wasn't, he wasn't Lausanne Marcus All when he came from right, the Grizzlies. Right, 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 But he right. still wasn't in great shape. And he, he, in the end, totally remade his body. So I don't think you need Kenneth Lofton to do that. But what I see is they have five rookies, five, who have a chance to be a chance. They won't all be. But I think they have five rookies who you can argue you will, it will not be a shock if for, each, for each, each one of them. If in three years it was a road. That was such a... I'll do it, but any of all five have the capacity. In the three years, if I told you that player was a, was a rotation player for the Grizzlies, it would not at this point shock me. How much, if at all, did, did him eviscerating Chet, I want to do the Chet side of this, especially the early on there, I think Chet did adjust, but did... Like we saw that the the betting markets changed after one game from Chet, right? You made note of that, of how Vegas changed the odds on Rookie of the Year after one game. Did seeing him get bulldozed by Kenneth change anything you think about Chet and his future in the league? Not really, because it. I think we saw, you know, the good and bad of Chet the last two days, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the good still on balance outweighs Agreed. bad radically. And last night a lot of it was he didn't hit shots, you know. Um, but I I I think he I think even last night I think yes, he was bullied and and he was bullied by a two way player. Um, but the truth of the matter is in the, the way the league is now, it's like wait as he wait till he goes up against those behemoths in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Well, the NBA isn't a league with behemoths anymore, you know? Like, you, 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 you don't necessarily – every team doesn't have a giant center that they're going to be deploying against, uh, against Chet. So, I don't know that I, I think he will be a rookie of the year, but I do think he will be an all-star. I think he'll be a very good player. You know, I think he'll be an impact player. I think he'll be the best player on that team, even though uh, Giddy looked great last night. Yes, he, he still looked great in sort of a complimentary kind of role. Like, he feels like a – uh, you know, obviously sees the floor brilliantly. You know, he'll get triple doubles, but you still need a, a centerpiece for that team. And I, I think Chet's going to be the centerpiece for that team. Yeah. Um, any other? Um, I mean, what 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 is your like? You know, because here on this show, like we we care deeply. Uh, we want a we want a summer league championship. Uh, it's just it's just something that defines us, and it's a, it's a it's a screed we try to live by. Um, what's your level of investment in the Grizzlies Summer League and, and, and the wins and the losses? I'm not talking about the development. I'm talking about the sheer wins and losses and what they bring home. I don't home. care about the wins and losses. Well, I mean, that's a, that's a, that, I, that says a lot about no, you. No, he's right. No, 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 no. It's the opposite. I, it's the same reason I love preseason football. Preseason football is the, the one time when I can sit down and watch an entire Bills game from mm-hmm. beginning to end preseason because – I'm not that invested in wins and losses, but the players fascinate me. 
I can dream as big as I want about the upside of this, you know, fourth round wide receiver. And, um, and so I, 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 I'm, my level of interest in the Grizzly Summer League team is very high. My level of interest in W's and L's is a, absolutely no, is, is zero. Right. So, um, and I, 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 and to me, makes sense. Nobody cares about a summer league championship, but you should care about the development of these players. And and when you have a team, to me, to be able to have a team that finished second in the West um, last year and still have this much of an entertaining summer league team filled with this many prospects or this many storylines, like to me, the storyline for the first game was was you know Kennedy. Like that was great. Here he is. Everyone's saying he's too small, and he gets seven stocks the first game, including the game-winning steal. And you know, he looked like like you you, you, you would have hoped he looked. Um, and so I love that. I, I my, my level of interest in this is really high because the win-loss stakes are so low, but developmentally, it's just fun to watch these guys. Like, is David Roddy tonight going to look as sort of? You know, is he going to have the same lack of impact that he had in game one? Are we going to see a better David Roddy? I'm interested in David Roddy. Like, I'm, I'm interested in all of them, all those guys, the five guys, you know, and then in Zaire, obviously. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm absolutely fascinated. Aren't you? Like, I think this is a, I think it's a, I, I think July stinks in terms of sports, but I think summer basketball in terms of development in the future is a lot of fun. Here's the other thing. All you got to do is look back to Desmond Bain last summer. Right. If you think it's not meaningful, like where did we see the Desmond Desmond Bain story really take off? It was from last summer. Well, so yeah, I love that. Uh, If you're just guessing today, and nobody's that nobody's gonna hold you to it, but who's starting at the four when this thing opens up? Because that does seem to be. We talked to Rob Fisher about it yesterday. I mean, that's that's questionable. Obviously, with Jaron Jackson out, the injury news. We know he's gonna be on for a significant portion of the, the beginning of this season. When it's all said and done, who do you think's there? Because it, it, the point he made was, well, you've tried Brandon Clark in starting lineups, and for, right, it's for whatever reason, he's just better off the bench. Do you think it ends up being him, or we're, we're looking at a LaRavia uh, uh, starting for you, powerful, when this thing starts? I think I would probably pick LaRavia. I mean, and it's not so much because he doesn't work as a starter. It's because he doesn't work next to Stephen Adams, right? Fair, you know? yes. And, and so, right now. Um, whereas, and we know he works, you know, with Tyus, we know that works. And so, um, so I think, yeah, I think it's either Aldama or Laravia. I think, I think, if it's Aldama, what are we, what are we looking well, at then? I don't, I don't think it's likely Aldama. I think it's more likely Laravia, but, but that's the, I mean, it, it's someone, it, if you say it's not Brandon Clark, right. Who are the other fours on the roster, you know? And it's, it's the two young guys. Uh, by the way, like both first-round picks, one of whom has had another year of experience under his belt. Um, so I don't totally discount Aldama's chances of being that player. Um, maybe, maybe we feel differently about him as opposed to Laravia because we haven't seen, you know, we can dream as big as we can. We, we haven't seen Laravia struggle, whereas we have seen Aldama struggle. And so, but they were both, you know, bigs who were first-round draft picks who um, are reasonably skilled, different kinds of players a little bit. Like, um, but but I think I think probably I would put my money on Moravia. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's a good shooter, and his his 
underlying defensive numbers in college were great. Um, so even though I think there are questions as to how he will defend in the NBA, I think, don't you think, isn't the, isn't the smart money Laravia? Yeah, that's where it is right now. Uh, but we certainly reserve the right to shift that money if and when anything changes. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, so it's you know it's July, so let's just see what happens. Um, look, I want to get you off the Grizzlies for a minute, and I want to talk to you about what's going on in the world of college sports. We 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 know Memphis's place, um, but as somebody that's been here, you know, since '96, and you've seen the changes that have been made, what 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 are you feeling right now? for Memphis and the future of Memphis athletics, not the Grizzlies, right? We know they're set, but the future of, of the Tigers programs that people have so much passion for as you look around and all the deck chairs are being shoveled and it still looks like there's not going to be one for Memphis. Well, I'm, I, typically what I have said is this, is that although it's been really frustrating to not be on the right side of the fence, the truth of the matter is, is that being on the wrong side of the fence hasn't stopped Memphis fans from having a hell of a lot of fun over the last two decades, right? Um, both in basketball, where you, made, you, know, you went to the Final Four, uh, in football, where you went to the Cotton Bowl, uh, where you, you know, had an exciting brand of football, really the best years of the football program. Even the, so it's not been ideal, but it hasn't been, um, it hasn't, you know, it hasn't prevented you ultimately from having fun and from really getting to sort of, you know, having the kind of games and accomplishments that you hope this program would be capable of. So from that perspective, um, I've always tried to remind people that, yeah, sure, there's a certain amount of despair in being on the wrong side of the fence. It hasn't ruined the party to me. I worry now, I'll be honest, that we're getting to the point where it'll ruin the party. Um, where, where, God forbid, something happens to the NCAA tournament someday. Uh, that, that, that's not beyond the realm of possibility. Uh, where the financial gap gets so dramatic, particularly in a time when NIL deals can be struck and whatever else, that it gets to be really hard to compete for players. And where the, you know, where, where the, the yawning gap between the haves and the have-nots, you know, before, even in football, it was, okay, these are the haves. And these are the, but we always, like, who are the have-nots who are really good this year? And there's always one or two who are really good. And they, you know, get to the, the Cotton Bowl and they're fun. And, and I worry that that, that that level team won't even exist anymore or be, be permitted to exist anymore. I just think it, honestly, I think it stinks. I, I, I hate it for college football and for college basketball because they're not supposed to be the NFL. You know, the, the NFL is fun for what it is. You've got a great limited number of cities that have teams, and, uh, and you've got great evenly matched games every season, every, every Saturday, every Sunday. Um, but the NFL, the college football is supposed to be something different than that. College football is supposed to be, you know, a hundred plus teams with their traditions and their rivalries and their histories and their dreams and you know the places where they tailgate. And it's just not supposed to be. Oh, let's just have the best thirty players play teams play each other all the time. To boil college football down to, you know, thirty six teams that matter. 
seems to me to be pathetic, and I hate it. And then I particularly hate it for Memphis because it's not just that it, it, it feels futile that Memphis will ever, unlikely that they're going to get over the fence. It feels less likely than ever now, doesn't it? It, it feels more yeah. distant than it ever has right now. And, and the consequences of being feel more dire than they ever have. Both of those things I think are true. I, I, don't, I can't disagree. I can't, and and is it is it is it a discussion that starts in the in the late nineties? I mean, is that where you have to go? Because you know, is, is it fair to say that that's when the war was lost? I mean, it feels like they've made so many advancements, but you know, I, I just go back to that time, and 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 you got lapped by schools that were at that time considered your peers. I mean, is that is that sort of the you know the obituary for Memphis athletics if they don't find a way? Uh, I think that's. I think it is absolutely true that the vision and the ambition for Memphis athletics kicked in too late, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no question. I think I think there's been ambition about about coaches, about hiring coaches. You know, I think that has existed. But I think the ambition about pouring, and partly it's because you've always been a you know a slightly underfunded state school, right? Um, it, it just never seemed possible to to the powers that be. And so why it felt possible at Louisville, literally, if, if Louisville and Memphis had a different administrations, would they be in different places? If Shirley, people, like I saw people killing Shirley Reigns on Twitter the other day or whatever, or social media somewhere. Um, if, let's say Shirley Reigns had, had taken that as number one, priority, much like David Rudd did, to get into the right, to, you know, if that had, you it, were people even persuadable at that point? Mm-hmm. I don't know that for sure. Like, like I, I, I think if she had gone to, uh, you know, Alan Graff and Mike Rose and the people at that point and said, listen, I see the future. The future is football, it's conference realignment. We have to pour all this money into the Liberty Bowl. Uh, or build a new stadium. We've got to build a new stadium. We've got to do this. We have to, you know, pour money in now or we're going to be left behind forever. Would those people have even been, you know... Because you, can, you can't know stuff. now what, you know, you didn't know then. No, no, it's very clearly that was, that was the moment to strike, and they did not strike in that moment. That is indisputable, I think. And then in terms of, like, why... You know, were they just not in a position to strike in that moment as a, as a school in this community, whatever else? Yep. Um, were they, were they, did they not have the internal leadership to strike in that moment? Like, I, I, I don't point all, I, I don't point right. exclusively to Shirley and RC, um, but I do think. There were some people, though, could, saying it at the time. Really there were some. Very comfortable. Yeah, you know, the people who were pushing for it, uh, you know, Harold Bird and, and Bob Bird and that group. Um, they were absolutely pushing for it, and they were right. They are great Memphians, and they, you know, they are great Memphians. They weren't, but you know, they're not. They're not Fred Smith, right? Exactly. You know, yeah, they the can't heaviest, force you to move. The heaviest right. of heavier hit, heaviest hitters. They're not the heaviest hitter. Um, and well, um, even you they, yourself, you yourself were not. You were not writing columns, yeah. right? No, I mean, no, I didn't either. I didn't write columns saying you have to do this. Well, right. I did actually. 
I did write columns saying you have to build an on-campus stadium, 100%. But it was not not because you thought that one day Memphis was going to be left out in the cold because of the Power Five and all the TV deals. And you 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 could not have seen that coming. I didn't see it coming in 98 or whenever when I first got here. It is interesting. I don't know when the debate, like when they commissioned the study for the on-campus stadium. Because honestly, that's when I pushed hardest for an on-campus stadium. After that, I haven't really because well, you just know you know the the score. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't pu- <laughs> I, I don't I don't push for things that are futile. Right, you know, I try exactly. To use and so um, and so so I did then. Whenever that debate happened, and uh, and would that have made a difference? It might have. It might not have made a difference with like the Louisville round, but then for Houston to be getting in and Cincinnati to be getting in, and you know, yes, I think it would have. I, I think it. I think it could have made a, a big difference, particularly if you'd combined that with the winning that you had under, you know, Mike Norvell. No doubt. That, that, yes, exactly. But that didn't happen, you know. That didn't happen. So it is what it is. All right, man, hey, uh, the, a great uh, great man. I want to leave you with this. great man once said, life is a highway. Right. Also, every great day starts the night before. That is just beautiful. Good to talk to you all. Oh, Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. I'm gonna drive to safely. Ponder that one. Uh, that is Jeff Calkins. Every great career starts with work. Work. You got to put it in somewhere, somehow. No matter what you are, right? You want to be a professional radio host. You want to be a professional, uh, you know, banker. You want to be a professional basketball player. You got to put in the work. Well, what if I told you the technology that some of the best use, Steph, Clay, others, is available right here in Memphis? It is. All right? That's not a gimmick. It's right here in Memphis. It's called Shoot 360. So it's summertime, full swing. Maybe you have a son or daughter that's getting serious about the sports, catching on TV, watching the summer league, saying, I want to do that one day. I want to go I want to go to the NBA. Uh, well, they can work on their game right here in Memphis. They will absolutely love it. It's going to help them with their jump. They're going to help with their dribbling. They're going to help with their passing. They will become a better basketball player by spending time at Shoot 360. So get over there today. Uh, what we got about four or five weeks left before school right. starts here in early August. You've still got time for that kid. You need them burning some energy off, not just on that iPad at home. Uh, how about making their games better, as John told you? Whether boy, girl, doesn't matter. And it's not just their shooting. They've got drills. They've got the uh, the equipment to improve their ball handling, their passing ability. It's all state-of-the-art like NASA out there. You've got to go see it for yourself. And they make it affordable. Uh, 12 months can do $130 a month on that one-year commitment. That is great. I get eight hours of martial arts classes for $130 a month. You're getting unlimited access to their programs, their training equipment, all of it. The weight training is the best deal in town. It's the future basketball training here in Memphis. The future is now at Shoot360. Go see them out at 85 Market Center Drive. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela 
is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In Collierville. Grizzlies are in action tonight uh, as they take on the Utah Jazz, finishing up in Utah, and then they will head to the Summer League, which is exciting. Um, Jazz are terrible. We went through their to, we went through their roster. They have Bruno Caboclo. I mean, there you go. We're like, gonna show him if that you, if you he was never gonna be anything. Be careful now. If you maybe he, you don't want him to come up and, and rise up well, on he you. He needs to since this is his seventeenth year in the league. Yeah, you if, know he's a, he's played pro I ball. Mean, like like, he, like him being in this game has like that tells you you know. <laughs> Real talk. You said it was seven years, right? He's got yeah. in terms of experience. Yeah. Damn. yeah. He's gonna be one of the most experienced guys on the league. Yeah, I mean that's what seven years away from being seven years away. Coming for you, Bruno. Yeah, dude, he was drafted in 2014. Wow, man, has it been that long? Uh, he was with the he was with the Raptors from 14 to 18, with the Kings. He was with the Grizz, with the Rockets. Like this dude has been well traveled, journeyman, and he's in the summer league at 26. So, uh, you know, good for you, man. Still good luck. younger than DeAndre Williams. Yep, good luck. And he's actually a little bit older, a little bit Is older, he, but okay. but it's in okay. you know it's in the same ballpark. Good to know. Uh, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks to Jeff Caucus for joining us on the show today. Thanks to our man Shaq, as always. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t